Time again to step the ring with the greatest faction in podcast history. Just regressing the JFW podcast, hosted by Travis D. And uh, believe it or not, uh, I have one of those uh, one of those guests that apparently aren't uh, you know relevant, as one may say on a uh, a certain uh, web show, if you will. Uh, Steve, I don't even know if your show is considered a podcast. I guess it'd be more of a web show. It's uh, very overrated and a little bit of a pain in the ass, but uh, it's out there. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, you are what you record. Guys, uh, I am sitting here with, uh, I thought was was a friend of uh, of mine. I thought we we got to a certain point where we were cool with each other. Uh, I, I, you guys know Steve. I've talked about Steve numerous times over many, many, many episodes. Um for quite some time, and uh, I actually was a, a guest on uh, the Power Hour, which Steve hosts along with uh, C Red and uh, your new uh, co-host uh, Rion. Rion, right? I'm, Rion I always Rion Skills, the real deal. See, that's something I have an issue with too, and we're going to talk about that because uh, I know one real deal, and it ain't Rion Skills; it's Jay Jensen. But that's an elite thing that apparently you have a problem with too. Um. Steve's here on JFW because we're going to, uh, it's not so much um, trying to figure out where the issues are because we did that on the Power Hour. Uh, this is more focused on, uh, you know, trying to get you to apologize for everything you said to me that said about me. Um, if you guys haven't had a chance to check out the last three episodes I did of JFW, uh, you see, they are. They're incredible, uh, like all my shows, uh, even though they're just on Podbean or uh, they're hardly listened to, or people use them to go to sleep, or whatever was said on the power hour that uh, I kind of did uh, a reaction. The power nap. The power nap hour. Um, so, but at the same time, I want to give respect where respect is due. And I want people who may not know who Steve is uh, to find out who really Steve is. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit again. We'll hash up the issues we initially had. Even though I brought him up numerous times, I, it's part of this whole situation. Um, and I kind of want to finish up, kind of talk about SCW and how you kind of turned your back on them. So we're going to get into all of that. Uh, I'm going to, for for my best interest for this show, uh, I'm going to avoid plugs. This is going to be a plug-free show because I know how you also gave me shit about that on your uh, episode. So don't look at me like you didn't. Travis, can I stop you right there? Yeah. You know what? You interrupt your guests so much on your show. Why not interrupt the host of this one? Go for it. Go for it, Steve. I just want to say, before you get started, sure. Um, and I've been thinking about this since I agreed to be on this show, mm-hmm. and I've been thinking about it in light of what occurred Saturday night, and... 
I'm going to be doing this a lot lately. And I think you'll get a kick out of it. I think you'll find it amusing. And I think it will give you a lot of momentum in some of the things you've said about me. I have behaved in a fairly unprofessional way. You have called me on it many times, and I believe to a certain extent you are absolutely correct. Things changed for me Saturday night. My eyes were, as they say, opened, and I have a great many apologies to make. So I'm starting what I'm going to call an apology tour, and the first stop is here on JFW, not Podbean. Podbean is the platform that this is on. JFW is the name of the show, hosted by Travis, sometimes Steve Doris, sometimes Dally, uh, all great human beings. And I owe you an apology. I had issue with you running me down before I even knew you were running me down. And I didn't understand why, but now I do. And you just did three episodes of this program in relation to my show, which you didn't have to do. And you were right about a great many things. I've listened to each and every one of those shows. Then what occurred Saturday night made me go back and listen to those three shows again. And you spun much truth. So, Travis, before we get going, and I'll let you carry this the rest of the way, I just wanted to say, I'm sorry. I was wrong. I behaved poorly, unprofessionally. You were right about a great many things. You have an excellent show. I enjoy listening to it regularly. Thank you for having me on your program. I feel like you're patronizing me here, Steve. I'm not going to lie. I am absolutely not. <laughs> Listen, are you aware of what went down Saturday night? No, I was I was not at uh, the POW show. Um, would you like to start with that? We could talk about what happened. Uh, Only if you want to. I mean, I, I, I didn't want to take you off track, but I wanted to lead with an apology because yeah. it's your show, and I need to show you the respect you deserve that I haven't shown you to this point. We can go anywhere you want to. If you want to talk about pal, if you want to talk about some of my uh, unprofessional behavior, you, you can talk about whatever you want. I will answer any question you have, willingly, happily, honestly. Well, that's good, and, that, and that's and that's what I want this show to be about. This isn't. This, I don't want this to be a bickering thing between you and I. Absolutely not. We, we've done that, but the problem is we've never done that, like, even, I guess in the best way, face-to-face -face or interaction way. It's always been a, a re reaction or a response to what has been said previously. Uh, when we're together, we're able to talk like everything's okay. The problem is, is every time we have an issue, we push it off to the side and act like it doesn't exist until we're not around each other. Um, I can admit that. I can admit that. I, I, I sat with commentary with you. I sat down and commentated with you an entire SCW show, and we didn't have one issue. There was there were some jabs thrown, yes, but we were able to get through an entire show, and it was great. Won't lie, best time I had doing commentary. When I was on the Power Hour, we were able to sit there, air our grievances, get it figured out like men, and figure it all out. 
And then, for some reason, I have an interview with Hunter Payne. And you guys think that I'm tearing you guys apart in that show. And I don't recall ever saying anything negative about you guys on that show. You're correct. I've, I know there's been several times where I've been, where it's been said that I've said things about C Red. And in the recent episodes I did, I said the only negative thing I ever said about C Red is his attitude changed the moment Terry Allen showed up. And it did. That was the truth. That's accurate. That's absolutely 100% true. I, I have all the respect in the world for C Red, for anyone who's friends on Facebook with C Red. There's something going on, not my business, not my problem. This is not what we're here to talk about. But as long as he knows, I have respect for him and what he does. I said, I said it on those episodes. I have respect for you and what you do. But like you just admitted, you, you, you definitely went weird um, on that episode with, uh, with uh, Nubion. Um, it was cute. You held up the sign. That was adorable. Loved it. Um, but now that your attitude's a little bit changed, we're still going to go over some of the stuff that was said. Sure. But we have to start with why the attitude changed. So what happened at POW that made you kind of, I guess, change your opinion? Well, to answer, to tell you what happened at POW, I need to backtrack it to Hunter Payne on your show. Okay. Um, my grievance was with Hunter and the lack of support that I had perceived I had received uh, in various occurrences during the war with Powell. Yes. And I- there were many instances where I felt that I was left alone on an island. Mm-hmm. Whether I was right or wrong, uh, seemingly wrong for the most part, uh, it's still something that I felt. And then I heard him talk about me on your show, and I kind of lumped you in with my irritation for him. So you got a little bit of collateral damage and misplaced aggression. Had nothing to do with you. You had a great guest and a great show. I was irritated with Hunter, and that got... Uh, put upon you, which uh, unprofessional and regrettable on my part. And then the show with Nubby. Um, I was still feeling fairly unhappy with what had gone down uh, between me and Hunter uh, at that show that uh, Nubby had to make a tough call, that I was letting my personal feelings and my prejudices cloud my judgment. Yeah. As we sometimes do, we get a little too close, a little too hot, uh, sometimes a little irrational in my case. Then I went to Powell, and I was going to Powell to, you know, somewhat represent SCW, but I had some other dealings uh, of a personal nature that I was looking to take care of uh, that transcended. Uh, SCW and Powell War. When I got there and we were sequestered in a little area, it it was, you know, in hiding, if you will. Uh, You know, I, I didn't understand what this war meant properly until I experienced it on the front line. I thought I'd been on the front line when uh, the attack at the school occurred. And I got attacked by the kendo stick, but I was actually 
in enemy territory. Real quick. I was standing real, side yeah. by side real, with him. Real quick, real quick. Yeah. You mentioned the attack at the school. Can you admit that you invited them there? You know, I can see why that is how it is perceived. I said where I, 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 now let me, let me at least defend myself. Okay. I said where I was going to be, gave them the general vicinity and location, Mm -hmm. and I never thought in a million years that they would show up. But what did you say, though? Do you remember the post that you put where it said, hey, pal, do you even wrestle on Sundays? I I do. I do. Uh, It was false bravado that came back to bite me in the butt. So can you admit that that was your fault? I believe I just did. Okay. I just want to double check because that was thrown on me, me not being the responsible one. Like I said, uh, I I had been going through some things. Uh, I'm not proud of it. Uh, but it, it can't change the past, can only move forward into the future. So being at POW with the people I was with, El Dorado, B.J. Price, James Creed, Max Holiday. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, who? V.J. Price. Yeah. El Dorado. Yeah. James Creed. Who? The sharpshooter. Oh. The champion. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Because you didn't know who that was on the episode that you did with Navi. Again, that was. But now me, you do. Okay, me, just be, me being very petulant uh, that gotcha. I felt I had been let down by my SCW family. Can I, can I side note something here real quick? Sure. I do love your vocabulary. Thank you. I do enjoy it. Hearing the big words, I'm just like, I like that. That's an elegant thing that you have. Much right, obliged. I appreciate. I appreciate your. Uh, Astute observations. Thank you. God, Very right. kind. But it makes me sound dumb, but I'm okay with that. <laughs> I, I, I don't think that anything you say sounds dumb. So, as I was saying, I'm in Twin Lakes, yeah. in hiding, waiting for the moment that we are going to carry out uh, the plan. Okay. Now, Max Holiday and James Creed were scheduled performers. And I was being brought in to provide commentary on the main event, which would see Max Holiday, James Creed with Hunter Payne in their corner, taking on Scott Spade, rough crossing with Tiny in their corner. So I joined their commentary team, which consisted of Shaggy from Scooby-Doo and uh, Dollar Stop Jim Ross. <laughs> That's what I got brought into. So you might say that at that moment, I was longing for a good commentary partner like yourself. Oh, thanks, Because I was dealing with cartoons and barbecue sauce. Not even good barbecue sauce. Like, you know, that that stuff that you get for like 99 cents at the dollar store. Mm, Like a great value kind of barbecue sauce? It's, It's not great. You know, it's like it's like ketchup that's got a little bit of hot sauce in it. They Mm. call it barbecue sauce, but we know what barbecue sauce is. Ain't sweet baby rays. Ain't no sweet baby rays. It's not. That's a fine. That's a fine sauce. True that. But anyway, we're not here to talk about barbecue sauce, and apparently neither was Dollar Stop Jr. Um, (laughs) But that's neither here nor there. So I'm advertised talent. So they knew we were there. 
We were kept in a little closet, but the rest of the locker room uh, were were outside laying in wait for the moment that we were going to do what we needed to do. A response to some of the shenanigans that have occurred. And the match was amazing. Um, I hadn't seen Rough Crossing fight in a minute, and I saw him do pretty impressive things in that ring. Yeah. Scott Spade, uh, I've had issues with, but I respect him as a talent, and he brought his A game. Max Holiday, I am very clearly a Max Holiday mark. Have been so for a great many years. I don't apologize for it. I wouldn't change it. You're talking about the three-time SCW Heavyweight Champion, longest reigning SCW Heavyweight Champion, Max Holiday. The Bruiser and Sue were in fine form. And James Creed, the Genesis Champion, the franchise, also in fine form. Hunter Payne at ringside, in the same building with Jimmy Blaze, one more time. Hunter Payne put into play a plan and led his team like a general going into battle. They never knew what hit them. SCW wiped the floor with Powell Entertainment. At the end, uh, cosplay GM Chris set his whole locker room to stop the eight of us, and we fought into the streets of Twin Lakes. I, at one point, had GM Chris down on the ground, ready to put boots to his ass, and I got pulled apart by three either very large POW fans or uh, entertainers in the POW locker room. You you can never tell with those people. Uh, I don't know if they were fans or wrestlers or Mm -hmm. somebody serving confections on the, you know, down the street at the, at the candy shop. I don't know who the hell they were, but they, they yanked me out the door with the rest of SCW. After it was over and we regrouped, Hunter Payne changed in my eyes. He was amazing. And I was dead wrong about him. And it's on camera. It's on tape. Over and over again, as you did in three episodes. And I will have that to listen to forever. Reminding me of what a fool I was. So I am starting my apology tour on this show. It's fortuitous that we had set this up. Because I initially wanted to come and uh, match wits with you. Square off. Mano a mano. Get down and dirty. That kind of thing. But when you realize that someone like you has been kind of right all along, it's difficult to come on your show and try to bicker with you when I have no leg to stand on. So when the next SCW SCW show occurs in a few weeks, I will go down to that ring. I will publicly apologize and I will ask for the opportunity to sign the contract that I left behind when I left the show after Hunter Payne didn't apologize to me. Hunter Payne shouldn't have apologized to me. I owe him an apology. 
We make mistakes in life. What kind of person you are is if you own up to your mistakes or you make excuses for your mistakes. I'm not coming on your show tonight, Travis, to make excuses. I will listen to everything you have to say. And I will apologize over and over again because I was wrong. That's what happened at Powell. Awesome. Cool. But you didn't answer the question on how you went from just being a guy going to visit a POW show to now turning SCW's war into a we. Like, when Say did again? that happen? Okay. Sure. So so you said that there's this whole plan. There was an attack. You joined the attack on POW. How did you go from just being a normal fan going to a POW show to now being part of SCW again? Hunter Payne is a very, very good bringer together of people. Yeah. And he caught me going in to SCW and pulled me aside. And he told me why I was important to this situation. Why he and Terry knew I had a role to play. And when a man with that kind of experience gives you that kind of information and and says that you're important to this plan, despite what I had done to him and what I had done to SCW, that I still mattered, that told me everything I needed to know about how badly I behaved. So I went there with one intention, but Hunter Payne being the leader of men that he is, gave me some really impressive food for thought and a very inspirational speech. And the fact that I actually called that man down to the ring and asked him to apologize makes me sick to my stomach when I think of it. Yeah, he also uh, yelled fuck you to him when you did a recording of my show in his interview. I did. You did. Yeah. Again, you have many sound bites that I consider very embarrassing. And uh, all I can say is I'm sorry. Right? It's nuts when, like, when when I tell people that you really need to listen to Travesty when he talks, people think that I'm just blowing smoke, I'm just hyping myself up. It's like you said, six to eight months of training ten years ago, and I'm a somebody. Never said that, but, you know, people think that that's what I, you know, that's that's my mindset when I go to shit. I think very highly of myself, yes, but everyone should think highly of themselves. Agreed. You know, if I didn't think highly of myself, I wouldn't have a podcast that's listened to worldwide. Correct. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be a GM of high voltage. Correct. You know, I may you not be have getting... many sponsors. Yeah. So what is the contract that Terry's offering you? Uh, Terry obviously wants to bring me back and uh, continue to do ring announcing and commentary. And he's offering me a leadership position. So like my boss. I, I don't know if that is exactly what is intended. Um, like I said, the, the I, I did not look long at the contract because yeah. I was hell-bent on getting an apology out of Hunter Payne for no good reason. Gotcha. <laughs> so, again, my behavior, my unprofessionalism, 
I have to wonder if the offer is even still on the table. Terry Allen is a professional human. I behaved unprofessionally. I imagine there will be consequences. And I'm ready to face them. So you haven't heard from Terry since you walked out? I have not. Okay. Uh, well, Steve, I want to believe you. So I'm going to. I'm going to put trust into you. I believe in life there are two kinds of people. There are people who trust nobody until you give them a reason to be trusted, and then people who will trust everyone until you give them a reason not to. Correct. Now, I don't know the term former or latter. I don't get it. You're the word guy. But I'm the second one. I will trust everybody until the end of the world until they give me a reason not to. So if what you're saying is true, I trust you on it because that's the kind of guy I am. But if you fuck up again, I'm going to have to call you out on it. And I would expect that you would. I mean, you have been calling me out on my bullshit straight away uh, since we have become acquainted. In fact, you were calling me out on my BS before I even knew Travis and JFW even existed. So yeah. I would suspect you would continue as such. Yeah, because you took my you took my work. You took you took my commentating job. Uh, you you bragged how you should be the GM of high voltage at one point. I mean, I yeah yeah you you attacked my character, Steve. Mistakes have been made. They have. And I well, apologize. And I'm glad that you're realizing that it's not all me. And Dally's going to fucking hate this because she's going to know that my head's getting fucking bigger because of that. Because in her mind, there was no way this fucking conversation was going to work. You know, I invited her to be here to kind of be a peacekeeper. Unfortunately, she couldn't be on. But in her mind, it's like, it's just going to be you and Steve yelling at each other, bickering, disagreeing, and blah, blah, blah. But then when she realizes that that's not the case, she's going to be so mad because I'm going to be even hyped about myself more than before. Uh, you have every reason to feel good about yourself because uh, you saw through the garbage long before anybody else did. Um, yeah. I have no reason to come on here and be deceptive to you. I'm basically beginning the fact that I'm bearing my soul as I move forward on this little tour. And this, it, it's not easy for me to sit here oh. and listen to you crow. I'm going to do it because I feel like this is one of those consequences I'll be talking about. And as far as Dally missing this show, um, I'm a big fan of hers. I think she has a bright future uh, as a wrestling, uh, not only commentator, uh, interview person. I think she's a great addition mm -hmm. to your show, and I think she makes you better. So I'm sorry she's not here. Look forward to seeing her on JFW in the future. Yeah, no, I mean, she, she's definitely uh, becoming better and better as time goes on. Like everyone does, practice makes perfect. Indeed. I mean, I, I, I wasn't great at this when I first started, but I fucking crushed it. And I've been going on for uh, seven years now. It's amazing so, length of time. I know. But even for, even for the power out, you say yourself, you're hitting 100 episodes soon. Congrats on that. Thank you. Right, I know that because I listen to your show. I appreciate because that. Because it is a great show, and I have said that before. I didn't call it Facebook. Tonight, tonight, tonight uh, on tonight's episode, uh, one or more people may have been under the influence. I'm just saying. <laughs> tell me how, uh, tell me how Rian got involved in uh, the Power Hour. Let's, let, we'll step away from some of our interactive stuff. I think we pretty much got that covered. I was right. You were wrong. You apologize. You're an SCW guy now. You're wearing the SCW shirt. 
Sure, it doesn't have your name on it like mine has my name on no. it, but that doesn't make me any more important than you. That doesn't it, it, at all. My my lack of name is a consequence. Right. I, it's like a it's like a prospect to a to a motorcycle club, if you will. You know, you got you got to get back in. Hunter Payne handed me this shirt before the show on Saturday. I'm giving you this in good faith. You need to earn your name on this shirt, and I will. Yeah. Did you get your hands on uh, Bobby Blaze? I did not get my hands on Jimmy Blaze. No. Jimmy Blaze. God damn it. I did not get my hands on him. I got my hands on Commissioner Chris. Yeah. I took him down to the floor and was about to deliver the death blow when I got uh, jumped by three uh, three church ladies, I believe it were. <laughs> Perfect. Got right. hit, hit by a purse, as many a purse. Well, let's talk a little bit about the power hour. Um, <clears throat> I know some of my listeners have mentioned to me that they went and listened to your show. They do love your show. Like I said, you, you do a lot of indie interviews. That's the focal point of the power hour is indie interviews. <clears throat> you said it yourself, excuse me. You're booked well into April. Uh, I don't get bookings like that. You mentioned that also before too. So, you know, sorry what about it is. that. That was ah. You know what? You know what? There's so much you said that I'll just be, keep dropping in here from time to time. I mean, that's all this is Podbean. So, JFW, you know, yeah, podcast on platform known as Podbean. One hundred percent. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about the Power Hour. How did Rion become part of Power Hour? That's an excellent question. A lot of people have said uh, you and Red were doing great by yourselves. Why bring in a third man? Um, I'll be honest with you. Um, the Power Hour is more a vehicle for C-Red than me uh, because he's the guy that's been in this business 20 years. Uh, he has been a part of some of the most memorable factions in the Midwest. Hell, he comes from Windy City, which is the holy grail in Chicago of wrestling organizations. Mm -hmm. uh, so even though I've only been doing this eight years, uh, it gives the show a lot more credibility than I would have by myself. So C-Red, it, it, it's more the power hour with C-Red and Steve more than it is the other way around. Yeah. Rion Skills is a very important figure in my wrestling story. Uh, he was the first person that ever really befriended me as a professional wrestler, as a commentator. Uh, he also gave me or led me to opportunity when I didn't have it. Uh, so I owe Rion a great deal. Uh, and he's been a, a dear friend for a great many years. Uh, plus, he is an incredibly wise wrestling mind that has uh, every bit the experience that C. Red has. Uh, to have these two bookends uh, each and every week is a thrill. It's yeah. a privilege, and it gives the show a different dynamic because everybody we have on has either worked, knows, or has some dealings at some point in their careers with these men. So it gives it a air of comfort and allows me to do the the few things that I'm good at. So, uh, you know, it, it seemed like a good time to bring in a third man. Uh, I like the dynamic between Rion and Red. I think they are good together. And if there are days where I can't make it or Red can't make it, uh, you still have two people to kind of bounce back and forth off of. So there are a number of reasons I did it, but we're better with Rion than without. 
Yeah, and and I agree with everything you said. I'm gonna blow some smoke up your ass because uh, <clears throat> I feel like uh, it, it, it's give and take here on JFW. Um, the show's about the guest, and that's the important thing I want people to know. So when I tell you this, and again, I say this with no disrespect to C Red or Rian, um, but you're Jimmy Fallon, bro. Okay, when you had the Power Hour, you're fucking Jimmy Kimmel. You're Jay Leno. You're Conan O'Brien. You are the guy. The you're the you're the host, and they're backing you up. Like I get when you talk about how like you know C Red, he's the veteran in the uh, business. He's been to the East Coast. He's known worldwide. He's a Our- real fucking ma- uh, manager. Said it. It was in the show. It was. But. To say that it's his show with you is is wrong. You're the dude who's leading the interviews. You're the dude that is setting up the intro. You are the guy. And they're there to lift you up, to, to give an additional feedback, alternative questions and stuff like that. It's like at JFW. I started out with Dizzle J. When was the last time I had a fucking show with Dizzle J? It's fu- It's rare. Um, I brought Dally in for that very reason, so there could be an alternative in case he couldn't. Same reason I brought Steven. He knows more about the independence than I do. You know, I know SCW, I know ARW Pro, a lot of businesses I don't know about. They have uh, a big fun. show this weekend, ARW Pro. They do. I think, uh, I think Creed uh, has his, uh, title, uh, match against, uh, Color. Yep. Yeah. Um, so I know some things. I mean, if I get to the show, I learn more. Northern Lights, I know a little bit about, uh, Powerhouse Wrestling, when it used to be down in Pontiac and shit like that. Uh, so I brought Steven. It, it, because you get different interactions and different experiences with different fucking people. Um, but at the end of the day, no matter what, no matter who you ask, other than, that's a lie. If you ask me, all four of us are equal. If you ask Steve, you ask Dizzle J, you ask Dallas, you all say, I'm the top guy. And I'm willing to do that, and I'm fine with it. I'm the one who's been doing this for seven years. You know, I'm the one that has the two shows. You know, I'm okay with putting the fucking world of this uh, of JFW on my shoulders and moving forward. Whether Dizzle J can or cannot make a show, Dally can or cannot, or even Steve being on his hiatus momentarily. But that's what you are to the Power Hour. So don't take that away from yourself by saying. Oh, I'm just here with C Red because you're not. And no, again, no disrespect to C Red. I'm not saying he's nothing to the show, but if you look at a legit pecking order, it's Steve and then it's the other two guys. Well, that is, uh, that is incredible. To mention me in the same breath, uh, with the Fallons and the Kimmels of the world is, uh, is incredibly generous and I appreciate it. Um, you know, it's a nice dynamic. you, You know that these shows, are all about the dynamic of the co-hosts. You have your rapport with Dally. You have your rapport with Steve. Uh, that's what makes it special. Who's leading the way? Who's the, the side? It, it you know it, it you know it's all smoke and mirrors, really. Uh, uh-huh. it's, it's nice to be able to do these things and have people watch them. It's nice yeah. to be able to have guests and uh, you know people enjoy them, and I, I enjoy talking to them. Um, the Power Hour has always intended to be a vehicle to promote the places that I work at. Um, you know, we, we talk about a lot of things and we've had, you know, guests that 
you know, don't necessarily work where I work. But I have this show as a vehicle to promote the Rocket Pros, to promote CSW, to promote SCW. I try to have as many people from these promotions uh, on as I can. Uh, Chicagoland Championship Wrestling. You know, we had uh, we had D-Ray, uh, D-Ray on our show, which was really cool. Um, we had, you know, when we were doing this as Last Man Talking when it was LRP Network, we had Teddy Long. So, you know, we, 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 we've bridged across different gaps, but our main intention is to, to put over the promotions that we do here, uh, you know, to make everybody know that the, the independent scene in our area uh, is one of the best out there. That's true. Mid- Midwest is well known for the independents. As like you said, Windy City Wrestling, Hunter Payne, C. Red, Austin Roberts, Sean Mulligan, you know, to name a few, Terry Allen. You know, current president of SCW, which right. I still don't know where I stand with the guy, but well, <clears> you, I might, you might you might have my job waiting for you uh, because I basically took that man's contract and slammed it down and went home. So well, uh, you know, I, I I you may have better opportunities than I do. Um, like I said, all I can say about that is mistakes were made. I own them. Moving forward, I will try to remedy them. That's the best I can do. Gotcha. Uh, and our follow-up to the uh, show you did uh, a couple weeks ago, you mentioned how you blamed the entire roster for not seeing a Mohawk lady sneaking up on you with a kendo stick. I did. Is it really their fault, though? Absolutely not. Did you Did you not see that woman walking up with a kendo stick? You blamed Jane Creed's girlfriend, man. I did. Jane Creed's girlfriend. I, I recognize. <laughs> I have thought about all of the things that you... Uh, boy, three episodes worth of just proving everything I said wrong and doing it very tastefully and tactfully, mind you. Um, I look back at that and, uh, you know, as hard as it is to believe, I, I did not see her coming. And, uh, you know, it, it really was nobody's responsibility to watch that situation. The talents in the back getting ready for their matches. You know, I'm, they're in the ring doing my job, and you know I got uh, I got picked on, and that that happens in this business. A wise man uh, with an accent <laughs> told me, uh, you know, don't be soft. You got to callous up if you're going to stick around in this business. Sometimes I need to be reminded of that. I have been so reminded. Yeah, but I mean, I still stand with the fact that that shouldn't have been you in the ring to begin with. You know, it's not your responsibility as a commentator, as an announcer to get a title handed to you from not only a professional wrestler, but a professional wrestler whose company has a grudge with SCW. To that point, I do believe that Terry puts you in a no-win situation because, I mean, obviously something was going to happen. I mean, no offense to Scott Spade, but do you ever look at Scott Spade? Like, this is the guy who will follow the fucking rules. This is a guy who <clears throat> will understand the, uh, the the concept of a no uh, a, a no fire or whatever the fire, a ceasefire you know agreement. It's just not going to happen. The fact that he was in there with Tiny, he wasn't even by himself. And they Cody you, James. <clears throat> and Cody James, they put you in a no win situation. I felt bad for you when you got hit with that fucking candlestick. I did. I appreciate that. I'm just I, I'm but the thing was is you allowed them to do that to you. I did. And that's what sucked. It's like, I get that Terry has a lot of respect for you. And it's like you said, man, you're a tough fucking dude. You go to the trainings, you fucking work out, you 
you're willing to do what you have to do to uh, be on that front line, as you said. And that's fine. But there is a fine line between bravery and stupidity. I uh, and, I just can't seem to find that line. But um, I'm glad you worked things out with SCW. Like I said, you're great at commentating. You're great at announcing. You're great at hosting a show. Um, I'm glad it took you till now to say that about me. But hey, whatever. That's on you. What do, what do I, I mean? What do I know? I mean, uh, I just I'm just a nobody who has irrelevant uh, guests on my show. You know, I'm going to tell you this, Travis, and I mean this. Yeah. I try to teach my children accountability for their actions. And I, I strive that every day. Make sure you do your homework. Make sure you do your chores. Make sure you stay up on your schoolwork. Be accountable for the things you need in this lifetime. Sometimes when you get my age, you forget that you need to lead by example. Yeah. And during this whole situation, I was taking zero accountability for my actions, and I let my emotions, as Hunter Payne uh, painfully put, get the better of me, uh, which I have a penchant to do. Uh, ask Nubby about GPW the next time you have him on the show. Emotions. Well, you did tell Nubby not to come on my show again. I, I But, again... Accountability, I, I have none. I have said many things that I regret, and you will bring them up till the end of time, and I'm prepared right. to listen each and every time you do. Uh, you have earned that right because you were correct. Um, I'll only mention it once, though, and then okay. I'll let it go. And then I'll let I it go. Will, uh, I will Can happily. I, right? And because you, good because you advertised Polly. Yeah, you I, advertised Polly to be on your show, and you said I couldn't get a uh, guest like that. Well, I'll, I'm sure you could get Polly. Polly's, Polly's, you know, you have history. We do from Elite Pro, and where uh, everyone there is uh, soft. Pardon? Where everyone from Elite Pro is soft. Yes, that is, that also is on there and uh, will forever be out there and uh, completely non-true. Uh, was sent from very petulant circumstances. So again, I apologize for that. I apologize to Polly and Red and Marche. I was. Uh, I was incorrect. Um, my point is yes. um, that I, you are going to be my measuring stick going forward. Because now when I speak uh, and I get myself head over skis, I will remember that there's somebody out there that will make me accountable for my actions. So you are going from someone that I considered very much an adversary to someone that I'm going to rely on for clarity for many years to come. So our paths are going to cross regularly and I will make it up to you. I believe you, Steve. And you know what? I have no problem being that guy there to kind of uh, write uh, your, uh, your boat, if you will, or whatever the I fuck that phrase that. is. You're very kind. Um, I appreciate I you know I appreciate you coming on too and uh, I know you got to get going. Uh, I don't want to take up too much more of your time. I think we got everything we wanted out of this. Actually more than uh, I expected. 
like I said, I was ready to fucking belittle you and for the next fucking 45 minutes because, uh, well, it's just what I do when I'm attacked for an hour straight on another show. So, uh. You have every right to feel that way. And, uh, as I said at the beginning and in the middle and now as we end, I owe you apology and I'm very sorry. You do a fine show here at JFW on Podbean. I appreciate what you do for SCW. You're a valuable member of this company. And uh, your efforts are appreciated not only by me, but by everybody. So I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to begin my apology tour. Uh, I bleed SCW red, as I found out on Saturday. And uh, <laughs> like I said, I've got some... Uh, I've got some reparations to make. I have some fences to mend. Uh, and hopefully our good president, Terry Allen, will give me the forum with which to mend the fences that are required. But it starts here. And I appreciate your time. I appreciate your talent. And I look forward to hopefully being on this show again at some point. It's a great show. I'm just glad to know that my last three guests, uh, you know, used my platform to get a uh, – get something out um it really does my heart good knowing that uh, i can be there for you guys <laughs> because i don't have a full schedule as you have mentioned uh before so very <laughs> very cruel was i to you and i'm sorry for that steve it is okay i have uh, i've been i've heard a lot worse from uh from other people so thick skin i'm okay with it i know who i am and i know what this show is uh, I have my listeners, I have my, uh, my, my long time listeners and new listeners. So tell my listeners where they can find the Power Hour, when they can find the Power Hour, and what to expect from the Power Hour. Well, the Power Hour is something that you can view, uh, in a couple of places. Uh, it is posted on Facebook, uh, on a Tuesday evening. Uh, the latest episode is up probably by now, uh, featuring Team Can You Feel It? which includes No Coast, Joey Blues, and Brian Fraser, and their partner this Saturday at Rocket Pro, Rion Skills. They take on the fabulous idols. Uh, that was this week's show. Uh, on my YouTube channel, you can see every episode uh, of the Power Hour. It's there at your fingertips if you wish to. Uh, we share them on social media to the best of our ability. Uh, I do not have a Podbean platform or any other to be honest with you, because I am not <laughs> technologically gifted to be able to do that. Uh, so I put them out where I can, and they're as consumable as I can make them. And like I said, some people like them, some people don't. I'm okay with either way. Yeah. Well, I do share the Power Hour on the JFW Podcast Facebook page. Yes, you do, page. and I appreciate that. So my listeners could go to our Facebook page, find you, find your thing, uh, start following you so they can know when they get dropped, because... The cool thing about yours, and this is even something I don't do, you record and release same fucking day. And I respect your show because your show is just like mine where it's not edited. What's recorded is what's released. So <clears throat> I think that's a, I think that's a lost art. I think people are too worried about editing the certain things out and trying to make it sound nice. I mean, you don't even have fucking theme music, bro. You literally just come up and go and done, you know? Um, it is an awesome show. Movements. No, it, you start, you, second one, you start in on the interview, on the discussions, even though it took five minutes to get nobody to say a word, it doesn't matter, whatever. <laughs> it's um, true. 
sometimes yeah. you got to really pull to get them. Oh, yeah, and I'm definitely going to talk to him about calling my show Podbean because I thought we were closer than that, but whatever, he was on your show. Um, Try driving yeah. to Wisconsin in a car with Nubby. It's a delight. <laughs> well, here's the funny thing. Um, here's not, the funny part? <laughs> yeah, what the hell is that? <laughs> uh, it's a, a wacky little thing. We turned uh, Power Hour into a bit of a drinking game. Gotcha. Okay, so that makes more sense now. Honestly, like I didn't know he said that in the interviews on my show until I went back and listened to it. Oh, my God. You know, when we first started this show, he would say it six times an episode. Now I have to get him to say it so people can have a beverage. Perfect. Um, guys, I'm going to wrap up here with Steve. You mentioned where to find the Power Hour. Make sure you do. Uh, the, the 100th episode, that's coming out this summer? I'm hoping that we uh, we hit 100 uh, sometime toward the end of July. End of if July. it stays like it is, it should be right around there. And I think what we're going to do for that 100th episode is we are going to do a live barbecue in my backyard. And there you go. maybe someone like Travis, who I owe a great deal to, maybe I will have you as part of the 100th episode celebration. So if you can find the time to come out to Flossmoor, Illinois, maybe you can be a part of Power Hour 100. Yeah, ribs? Uh, if you would like ribs, I will find a way. I will find a way to be there. Nachos not that- for sure. Fucking God nachos. I'm not that far from Flossmore, man. I'm like 25 minutes away. I'm here. So, awesome. Guys, make sure you follow us on Facebook, uh, Instagram, and Twitter at Just Freak Wrestling or the GFW Podcast. It is released um, on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, uh, Stitcher, Player FM. Uh, you can ask your Alexa dot to play Just Freak Wrestling or play the latest episode. Uh, this is Steve. Steve, I would love to have you on again. You've been so pleasant. I would, been, uh, I would, I nice. would relish the chance to speak to you again. Perhaps Dally will be with you the next time. That would be lovely. Even Doris, if he's back out of his uh, self-imposed uh, time off, it would be lovely to speak to him as well. Yeah, yeah, I w- I w- it would be nice to get the group together. They haven't been together in a while, but hopefully it happens soon. Uh, again, Steve, I appreciate you being on here and doing this and everything, guys. That's all I got. So as always, I am Travis D. This is Steve. I've been avoiding. I'm sorry. I've been avoiding saying it. Last name, Aaron. Yes. There we go. This is Steve Aaron, host of the Power Hour, taking time out to be on Just Freaking Wrestling, the JFW Podcast.